podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always, this podcast is now part of the 90 Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Awesome Final Faces podcast on the Gallagate Shot YouTube channel. Dagger, we're going to start it. Still not sick of seeing the words, you'll never get sick of seeing the words, mate. Say them once again. Well, when you know. <laughs> it's, this is a weird feeling, lads, isn't it? Unbeaten <clears throat> in seven. It's... It's ridiculous. That, and, do you know what it is? I feel as if we're repeating ourselves every single week now. For, but, in a positive way. In a positive way, <laughs> which we're not used to doing. But yeah. it's another fantastic performance. The, the team has impressed not just Newcastle United fans, but... Is that people are taking notice now as well? They like see your pundits, your media outlets are, are taking notice. Deck of the turnaround from this team since the January transfer window is it's phenomenal. We've um, we've hit a run of form at, at exactly the time when we all wanted to hit that run of form. Obviously, we, we thought, can we get to the window and be in touch? Was always kind of the thought, and then depending on who comes in, and then obviously go from there. But even I, I even I didn't expect to be this good, like to be unbeaten in seven. You know what I mean? I I, I said this weeks ago about um, when you get a, when you draw a game, it, it can be a negative at the time, but if you follow it up with a win, that point all of a sudden is a good point and it just keeps the momentum going, but credit to all of them. I mean, how many staff, of course, more so than any of them, like, I mean, it's mm. been an unbelievable turnaround because even, you know, before this run, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say how, how I was doing poorly or anything, but I did, I did say to you and say, oh, I, didn't, I haven't quite got the bounce I was expecting, you know, mm. um, but my God, we'll, it's, a we'll get, it's a late bounce, but it's a good it's, um... I read something yesterday, and this season, Newcastle have had the longest in the history of consecutive games without a victory, and also the longest consecutive without losing a game. <laughs> it's <laughs> mental it's mad, in one it, yeah. season, and that it, just shows you the polar opposites between the, the two yeah. managers or the head coaches. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it? it's almost as if Steve Bruce was the problem after all. You know, who who knew? Who would have thought that? Eh? I mean, we've, we've only been sitting here and saying that for the last couple of years, but it's uh, it's just night and day. And I think I know you're saying there about you know not getting a new a new manager bounce, but I think that's probably down to the fact of how unfit the team were, mm. how undrilled they were, how unorganised they were, and all of that kind of thing. And that and that that stems from that that fella that was was here before anyhow. So. I think that's probably why it's taken that little bit longer just to try and get them into that, into the right shape mentally, physically, and and getting them out on the pitch and working as a as a team and as a, a unit. Something which Amanda Stavey mentioned in the interview, which she did with George Colgan, said that it's not the players weren't good enough, that basically the, the team wasn't fit enough. And and again, though, we all seen that, didn't we? Like every fan could see that, that they, they weren't, you know, the, first of all, they didn't really have much of a game plan when they were on the field. 
<laughs> which doesn't help. But it was fitness was a huge problem. Mm-hmm. You could we could see that a mile off, and it is annoying where like the certain people, certainly a lot of pundits were really, really, really defending Bruce and saying that we were still all, so all still all all and I'm thinking like, come on, like you know. And I was laughing the other day about he's I know it's not a Steve Bruce podcast, yeah, but the comments he's now saying for West Brom, you know what I mean, like. It's unbelievable. Like, oh, they've been playing this way for a while. It, it literally is the that, same. never change. It's unbelievable rinse and repeat stuff. Like, and I've seen Villa fans and Sunderland fans saying it. And sometimes I, I take a little bit of a pinch of salt. I'm like, yeah, yeah, maybe. But Christ, like, it's it's almost word for word what I'm seeing here. Um, but, you know, look look at... Um, there was another stat i seen, was it? Uh, I'll probably get this wrong, but about goals conceded. There was another one I'd seen where I think it was... What had conceded the most... I think in the in the first half of the season, or whatever it was, and then now we've actually conceded the least or something like that. It was an unbelievable stat about a defensive record, and again we kept a clean sheet again, which I appreciate when he had ten men and Tony wasn't fully fit and all the rest of it. But I still think a clean sheet is so important as well, and it it, it just builds that. It's again momentum, confidence of of not conceding goals where before we used to get battered. And I think going into that game, of course, the start line was was unchanged, and we had to debate more whether Mankiw comes back in yep. or Kraft keeps his spot, and I think Eddie Howe said in his press conference, yes, he's training, but he, he, he said that he won't right. be starting yep. the game. So we knew Kraft was going to be in there, and it's another game without, and we've said this last week, probably arguably your best three players in Wilson not being in, Saint not being in there, and Trippier not being involved in the team as well, and that's Another impressive win. And once again, the players have upped their game massively to, to hold their positions in that squad now. It is. It's, it's, I mean, it's one of those games that, you know, Decker would have got, got out his uh, his normal line of Dr. Newcastle because that's the, the type of games where you're going into one paper where I think they hadn't hadn't won in, in seven or eight or something like that. Yeah. Obviously, we were un, undefeated in in a load of those games as well. So you just... You just think, is is this going to be the time? Has has um, Newcastle United's GP office closed, Decker? Is there no more Doc in Newcastle? <laughs> uh, no, I, I wouldn't quite say that. Is it having a break? Is it like when it's, COVID happened yeah, and nobody I, was allowed to go to the doctors? Yeah, they're just having a break, guy. But I think hey, <laughs> he's gone private. <laughs> <laughs> booter. We've gone booter, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think if you went a few months a few months back, though, we would have lost on Saturday. It would have been yeah. a game where we you're playing against a team who's not in form, the star strike has not fit not going to start and you and you you would think you would win but we wouldn't you know and it's it's as i say it's it's, again momentum though and i'll go back to what pardew said ages ago i know people don't like him but pardew said it about when they finished fifth that they just got that early run at that run of games eight nine games in a row where they hadn't lost or whatever it was and he says the belief within the group was was huge and I feel we're seeing that now, you know. And of course, of course, we're going to lose a handful of games, probably. Maybe God knows how many, but you can see that the difference within every player, man. Every player knows the job. Um, I know we're going to we're going to talk long and hard, hopefully, about certain individuals. Just how you like it, Digger. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like Dan Byrne. Ah, yes, I. Well, there's one. Ah, yeah. But it's it's been unbelievable, and I feel as if like we're like sitting here almost like I don't know what's the. We're not like we should be ecstatic, right? Really, yeah. we should. And I, I, for some reason, it's—I don't feel like we are as happy as we should be because it's like, still really it's, tight. It, down, it down, is. Down, it down, is. Down lower end of the table, and yes, we're in form. Yes, we're doing so well. The run's been amazing. But then like you're thinking we, we're unbeaten in seven. It's we're because still it's, there. Oh, it's no. because it's Newcastle oh, United. Yeah. Nice things yeah. and good things don't happen to us. We're kind of having a Matty moment. We've, been, Matty's... <laughs> we've had it oh. ingrained into us <laughs> for, for so long that. We can't have success, that we can't have a run of games, so that 
when it's happening, we're, we're still like, oh, I'm not, I'm not still quite sure yeah. whether I should be celebrating this or enjoying yeah. it as much as I, I am. So you're just that little, little bit but reserved. We well, haven't lost in this this year. Take Cambridge out, take Cambridge out, but like league wise, but. Uh, the form table there, which is second behind Liverpool, like we had a Man yeah. City man yeah. for Christ's sake, man. I was, it's ridiculous. It's it's absolutely amazing. It's and it's everything that in terms of the performances that I'm seeing, you know, every week for a laugh, I was putting that picture out in the group. Remember, yeah. this is laughing. Yeah. But I'm not being funny. The reason why I kept saying that was because when you would at least see something different, yeah. would see better organisation, would see a fitter time. team. It took, it took its time, time yeah. to get the results, but yeah. we saw the improvement on the field, and now mm-hmm. you're seeing the improvement. Obviously, a big factor however, that is the January transfer window and players getting into the team and players open the game because they're going to lose their spot now. There's actually competition in the yeah, team. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, so yeah. that's a big influence on it. Mm-hmm. But overall, you're getting the results now. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important. And we're what? Nearly nine minutes in. Rafa always said, win. I almost mentioned them 30 seconds <laughs> ago. See, you need to win the, the games in that mini league. Yes. Yeah. We've started to do that now. It was when yeah. you were talking about the, uh, getting that run of, run of games and Momentum, run of results yeah. I was thinking that's exactly what Rafa did yeah. towards the end of the seasons to get us out of that problem but I reined myself and I didn't want to peak too early in season well, Chris did it <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's always going to be there isn't yeah it? Of, course, of course it is like, like we mentioned Bruce it won't be long before we mention the rest of them um, I mentioned Pardew I mentioned Pardew we'll we'll need a list behind <laughs> yeah we do I Glenn Road has anniversary today so we'll get him in yeah it's do you know what it is like I'm like Decker said, we should be ecstatic. But it's beginning to feel quite normal, and that's what's worrying for me. I don't know how to deal with this. But no, I I agree, because like, I was talking to someone. I was out on Saturday night, and an Everton fan, he came over. He's been, he used to live down there, and he was saying, like, God, you must be ecstatic. And I had a few drinks, and of course I was. Yeah. But when I was talking to my dad, I was like, I'm sitting with you now, chatting about the game, I haven't lost in seven matches. That's, that's, that is unheard of for us. That is unheard of. Like, we're looking to put back-to-back games together, normally. You know, let's be fair. Um, and the biggest seven seven unbeaten, and especially not just all draws either. You know, we've had four, uh, was it five wins, sorry? Or four wins, maybe. Aye. Three draws, four wins. Um, but it's still, it's been amazing. When you look at the league table that's been banded around where I think when Howe took over to where we are now, in that three points, especially on Saturday, though, was huge because if where it moved, obviously it moved ahead of Brentford, and there was other results went away. To well, that, that's something that I so. said on on the, the preview of the match. I went. It's not necessarily about Newcastle getting away from that relegation zone this match. It's about bringing the rest of the teams into yeah. that fight, and it, we did it with Brentford, yeah. Everton, because they didn't pick the results as well. Yeah. Straight back yeah. in, yeah. and that was the crucial thing about making it a harder contest for for everybody else in around us. Because mm. most teams going up against Newcastle United right now will not want to play us. And that, yeah. I'm, I'm looking right at the top as well. They they will not want to play informed team like this. It's that, like you say, the, it's the form side of things and the fact that they are putting the performances in on the pitch. They're getting the results. That confidence is is sky high, and you take that into in each game. And it's like the, the weekend could have been a, a banana skin. And yes, we did get lucky with what kind of happened with them them having the player sent so off. We'll, but... we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into the game because that's probably the, the first major talk about because what happened in what, 11th minute, is it? It's early on, yeah. Um, Mike Dean's referee, and he actually gives them a free kick. <laughs> to be to be fair, though, at the, at the time when you see the challenge, the way it kind of because... He steps in front of the player, yeah, like you see now so in the it's, it's one he, does of them it, ones... he does it the wrong way, Mark. That, that's normally... On the attacking side of thing, where a player will do that, then win the free kick. And when I saw it, I thought, ah, that's a free kick to us. And I didn't really think anything else of it. Then they give a free kick. Then I was like, eh, 
what's he what's he doing here? I think it was the way then, the other player, the, the Brentford player, kind of went down mm. after it, obviously because his foot was taken away. So if, if I'm being honest, I haven't really looked at it back. Um in regards to the incident, I saw one brief clip of it. Is it a red card? hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. When you see it in, in slow mo on V, or he's he's unlucky because he is, he, in in real time watching it and everything like that, you you don't you don't Mike see what Dean happens. Was spitting feathers that V had the audacity to go and tell him to check the monitor. Yeah, he was he was he was shaking his head and almost like going like as if he was surprised. Like, that don't doubt me. Like what? Why have I got to go over there? That was clearly a. He knows for fine well if he's going yeah. to that monitor. Yeah, because it, it looked, made the wrong decision. It, it's because it did just look like a a little clash in the in the middle like there wasn't any kind of malicious attempt to do it or anything like that. i think it was just un- unfortunate in his timing the way his foot came down it's it's gone down his, his leg and then onto him and it's it, it and it is dangerous but it's it's, it's one of those things it's that not you, intentional no he's just the poor lad to be fair he's just trying to shield the ball isn't yeah. it the ball the ball's come out and he's just trying to get in front of his man mm. unfortunately for him good for us but unfortunately for him mm. he's he's foot he's like he's planting foot he's landed straight <laughs> on target which is dangerous, don't get us wrong, but there's no intent there at all from the player. He's just yeah. trying to shield the ball, and unfortunately for him, uh, I mean, also what I'd say is I, I wasn't so sure Target would be able to carry on, if I'm honest with you. When I when I seen it again on the replay, I thought, and he was down for a while. And it's, I thought, God, not another one. The wars, and it was Target throughout the game. Oh. I was just getting clattered left, right, and center this week. Because I thought, you have already lost, obviously, trips on one side. And then if you lose him, you know, that's that's both of us. Mm. I keep saying it, where fullbacks have been huge for in terms of where improvement. And you could, I thought we we're going to lose both there. I really did, but thankfully. Uh, he so, so why we're talking about, about Target, honestly, he was brilliant. People were gutted that we didn't sign the Everton left back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, the, the on, t- and, and I know we, we, we can't sit and say, oh, yeah, Target was mint last season, blah, 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 because we we're watching it from an opposition fan's point of view. Villa fans were praising him yeah, for yeah, last yeah. season. And now. He was player of the season, as we've yeah, mentioned. Yeah, he was players, player of the season. And. and if we keep a hold of, of him and, and he impresses and carries on this this football and this form that we're seeing from him, it just shows you. And we mentioned this this last week. It's night and day between the opposites. To what we're seeing with Paul Dummy in that position and what we're seeing with Target now, mm-hmm. he's got everything. I, I think you would you would say um, we hope Lewis would be what Target's uh, yeah. given him. Yeah. I think when we sign Lewis. Well, it's definitely a little bit angry there. as well. The whole thing with Lewis thinking, oh, it's like he hasn't got yeah. a squad number. Yeah. But All right, t- t- Target missed him. He's different gravy, Target. He's different gravy. Like from what there were so many touches he did on, on, on Saturday there that were just I, I keep going back to who we had before. In that ball, would either be in Rosehead, it would be a negative pass backwards. But Target has the the confidence, the um composure on the ball to mm. find a pass. Um I still say the the crossing again. Still wasn't particularly. He was better. He was better. It was, it was a bit again. better. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I I said to you, it was it last week? Got to sign him up. Like for me, I'm not sure Villa I want to sell him after what they're probably saying here. Because I think Dinger had a bit of a nightmare, didn't he, last week? He made a mistake, didn't he? For one of the goals, and he won one game. Like, but if it's possible, you've got to sign him at all costs. Like, in yeah. my opinion, anyway. I think that's it. Like he's. He's, he seems to be enjoying his football here. He's he's built up a relationship with the fans. We we kind of all love him from the performances that he's putting in. If he keeps that that level of performance going between now and the end of the season, then he, he's you know he's writing himself into into our future. Um, it's it's whether that's you know whether we go ahead and, and do that. Will Villa want to sell him? Will they allow him to come to us? But 
And but I still think in terms of his attitude as well for him to to openly want to leave Villa because he knew oh, yeah, game time. You know, he could have just sat there like a lot of players would have, but he wanted to make that move and, and he did uh, to get game time and that's another good characteristic. It says know. a lot about him, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah, of course. Just, just while, while you were talking about defence here, once again, Fabian Sher, we'll get on <sighs> to, to Fabian Sher a little bit later on because Jesus Christ. Um, but Dan Byrne again, big Dan Byrne. <laughs> He's just. We knew he was good, but I didn't think he was this good. <laughs> it's so simple the things he does, though, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. so. It, he just yeah. looks at ease as if he's been playing with this team for years. I think that's why you don't appreciate him as a player because. Oh, I appreciate. Never, him. You, no, I, I mean, like in the like in the past when you've seen him yeah. play for Brighton and stuff, because like you didn't because he is just so so simple and just mm. just plays it like because I, I hold my hands up. I didn't. I wasn't overly impressed with the signing, but you've when he's once he's came at the team and he's played a few games, you just you appreciate what he does bring to it that that calmness, that just just steadiness of in in the defensive. He reads the game like, really yeah, well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he reads the game well. And in fairness, I'm, I I could be wrong here because I don't know. You know, I should know more than this, but I didn't think Brighton won a game since he left. No, well, like, I, was, I was just going to say. So <laughs> Somebody's just said since we signed him. Yeah. So we said since um, we signed him, um, we're broke, Brighton. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's a bit, you know. It's, so I think we've, I think we've conceded the least goals, and they've conceded the most. Yeah, we have. Ash, well, gone. Obviously, he's looks like he's destined Newcastle yeah, yeah. in the next God knows how yeah, long. The most haters. The most haters. Um, <laughs> was it that the the, um, the youth team coach got sacked? Um, there was loads of shit just happening after, after yeah. I because it was breach of COVID. Right. Uh, one of the younger players got a um, positive test on the team coach. Then apparently they didn't submit it. Mm, um, right. But yeah, like that that listener just said, they were broke. Brighton, they've just gone to shit since, and that's obviously the next it just, game. Just shows you the you know what he what he did bring to to them as a team, and and that's why I, I'm saying I don't think we appreciate it because we weren't. We weren't seeing that every week. We were just seeing either when we were playing against them or when you were watching games that they were involved with or match of the day or whatever. So you, you didn't appreciate that full 90 minutes consistent performance from him. And Just to, to say, somebody put it in the comments there, um, it's not a Brighton who's conceded the most. It is Leeds because they've conceded 100 goals in the last two weeks. Oh, right. Leeds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a shambles. Definitely, so, I, I think they the, the definitely haven't won a game since he's left. Yeah, not sure. Not sure. And kept a clean sheet or something like that. Yeah, I mean, but you, you, let's be fair, right? What we've witnessed, you can see why that would hurt Brighton not having him available. I mean, he's mm. again. I mean, we spoke about Targa being. I keep saying night and day, but to to a degree, I mean, he is night and day compared to sales Like, and you know, I, I don't want to knock the sales here either. But I'm, all I'm saying is that when you look at the quality, when you watch him play, I, I go back to his first game. You know, the first touch he made, I was like, well, all right, he's got confidence here." Like, um, and again on Saturday, man, just. The, the the pair of them, in fairness, the pair of them, him and Shea, together, seem really, really good. Uh, they did against West Ham, I felt away, very confident on the ball. Shea, Shea has been unbelievable the last six, seven games as well, as a lot of the players have. But I'd, I'd certainly say since how's coming, you started to see. In fairness, I think we all agreed that Shea would be the centre-half Howard want because he's comfortable on the ball. Mm-hmm. My worry was, is could he play in a back four? I was always a bit worried, mm. is he switched on enough to be able it's to always do that? that? We always said, um, we've said numerous times that, that Fabian... He's got that bit of a streak in him 100%. where you, you'll see red and, and do something daft. Yeah, uh, of course, yeah, he's, he's yeah. a bit of a liability at time. Yeah, yeah. Completely pulled out. So. 100%. I mean, I'll go, I'll, I'll go back to the Man City Cup game, I remember. 
when he just went through the back of someone and it was a quarterfinals. Remember, it was mm. horrific, man. I just, what on earth are you doing? And that was the moment where I'm thinking, you know what it is? I'm not sure if you've actually really got it upstairs to be able to to, to keep that level headedness, you know. And but definitely on the house so far, he's still going to do the odd rash challenge. He, he loves leading yeah. one on people. He does. He did it on Saturday. But all, all I would say is, is he seems to be in the wars an awful lot in games. He seems to really be getting. He'll put himself in there. He does, he? doesn't he? He does. And he's been brilliant alongside Burn the Pair of them. Been I, I thought he was outstanding at the weekend. The just Offensively. In, I was going to say, in defence <laughs> and attack, yeah. um, as, as we'll no doubt get on to. But he just... And I think that having that calmness alongside of him is, is having a rub-off effect on him as well, of just allowing him to rein it in. And, and obviously, we're, we're seeing a lot more kind of ball retention and more aggression in the midfield in front. So then they're not getting it put under as much pressure as the one so then maybe it's not as as hectic as as it has been in the past so it just allows him to be that little bit more calm and sensible and not have to make those 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 rash rash decisions that we've we've seen him seen him make so. he must also be really pleased with having burn alongside him mm. i mean yeah. when he first signed he might not of course knew much about him but certainly over the last couple of games i keep going that west ham game the pair of them had this immediately had this um was better word than chemistry Telepathy. but well, they will go with that one then. If that's a word. Um, they just had it, and I, and and Shea will be the same. The man Debravka as well as you know what he must think about the people in front of him. Debravka is you know I mean? bored out of his tits yeah. at the minute. He made one save, and that was a ninety-third minute or something, like that. and it was an easy save. Um, and again, this is week after week after week. Now we're saying, no, Debravka wasn't very busy. It's every week we're saying it now, which is don't get us wrong. Probably next week he'll be busy as out, but it's so nice to not rely on. To be fair, I'm, I'll go back a few months ago. I would say we're relying on one player outfield. And we were relying on Dubravka an awful lot in games to pull her through. And now, I mean, the balance in the team, that the game plan's spot on, and every player knows the job. And and let's be, let's give Kraft some credit. I mean, you know, he, he's maintained his position. He had a good game, I thought. That's what he was. I thought he was steady. Now again, the opposition is not the strongest. Mm. Now, I have to be fair. They, I mean, they're not the strongest uh, attacking team in the world, but he's still coming in and done a, and done a job, you know. And and I, I, to move on, them three again in midfield. M3 again. I know every, I, you know. I can't. <laughs> My praise cannot get any higher for, the, for those yeah. three players. Mark, I'll give you credit, mate. On on mm. the preview, I'm not sure if you watch it, Decker, but we'll ask Mark for a scoreline. Did you say 2-0? Yeah, yeah. Said 2-0 and went, who's going to score? And he just went, Joe went, which one? He went, either of them. <laughs> <laughs> so he's nailed both goal scorers <laughs> as a result. I did say Chris Wood would score as well. Like. <laughs> to be fair, he had a good a good header that they he probably should have early on yeah. as well. So... Them, them three in midfield have, have become, well, it's just, I mean, I, I, listen, I've, I've sat here for, for months and asked for three in midfield. Always. I love three in midfield just for the security it gives you. However, I didn't expect the form Joe Will, Willicks uh, give him, and certainly Joe Linton's transformation to become the greatest midfielder that's ever played. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous here. And I think someone said it on Twitter, and I did actually mean to say this last week, I do feel we've found that replacement for Modi Army. We've, 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 I think he's better than him. I'm just saying, like Pierre fluke, aye. like just by total fluke, we've managed to find someone that can boss the midfield, carry the ball. Oh my god, it, we've definitely found him, but he's sat on the good. bench. Well, well, <laughs> he's he's yet to come, but I, he's unreal, isn't he? He's he's unreal. Like it's it's, it's so, so. We'll get we'll get on to, to, to Joe's goal though, and, and just to sum it up, absolute bullet header. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Like, Great. we know he can't really kick a ball when he's having a shot at goal. <laughs> we saw that a few times. But what a header that is. And, and the best thing about that for me is the celebration. 
I, I don't really like it because you say it a lot at St. James Park. And I know it's hard for the opposing side to go and celebrate with their fans, obviously, where the, the city we're in, in St. James Park. Joe Willick done it later on where he started shushing the, the Brentford fans, right? The fact that Joe has ran over to the Newcastle fans and after his interview says, I ran over there because the support is a hell of a lot. And for me, he's the only player I've run in there. I think Dubravka's the first one over to him because he's yeah, run yeah, the length yeah. of the field right. and celebrated that goal. And you could see he was absolutely buzzing. I was, honestly, like I was just, it was like a proud dad moment Lushing for it. me. It was all wanted. <laughs> I know we wanted Chris Wood to score for a hell of a long time. But for me, Joe scoring a goal, you, you just get in. He's like that little bit sweeter, isn't it? Yeah, well, he really deserves it, doesn't he? And I mean, the last time he scored was against Brentford at home, wasn't it? And again, we were at that game. I remember we were looking and like, oh, Christ, who, who? I mean, he wasn't playing centre midfield at that time, but he had a really solid game wide at that time, I think it was. And he scored. Um, but to, you know, to go down to 10 minute Norwich and then just put him in, just shoehorn him in totally by accident. And then all of a sudden, you almost can't rely without him no. in that position is. It's it's just crazy, and I I honestly can't think of a player. You know, there, there will be one, but the transformation of a player, also not even playing in his normal position. I mean, if we kept him playing him up front, he would be gone. He probably wouldn't be playing. Yeah. Simple as that. By moving him there by a fluke, I've never known a player to ever be moved position by a fluke at the top so, level. Somebody's asked a question there, saying, <clears throat> "Is it the biggest turnaround you've ever seen uh, for a Newcastle player?" It's probably the biggest turnaround I've ever seen. For any player, move Well, move position. <laughs> well, that's what I, that's what I mean. I, I do keep thinking that as well. Like you've moved somebody's position. We're not just talking about somebody being bad Aye. in that position, then getting good. We're talking about yeah. just literally move position. Yeah. Yeah. The one that yeah. springs to mind, and I'm, I'm going, I'm going back here. Well, you're is, wrong is Steve Howie? Okay, right. Steve from, Howie yeah, was yeah, a yeah. was a terrible striker. Absolutely. Yeah. He would never have made it, <clears> and he went and played centre half and yeah. represented England. It's a shout, to be fair. It is a shout. So no, I, I think as well, it, this is not just a purple patch either. This is, consistent. this is who yeah. he is. Like This is what he what he is, if you know what I mean. I, I keep going back to the game that was on TV against Man United. It was a huge moment, I thought, for him. Because everyone then realised. I mean, Christ, even the commentator said, didn't he, at the end, I didn't know you were this good, like or whatever yeah. it was. It was a bit disrespectful, yeah. but I don't know. I felt there was a... We, we had seen it. We had seen it. But I just felt that that game was a real change for him. And you see in his interviews, no, man, he can't stop smiling. He I can't I, stop smiling. I mean, I always thought that that he was a confidence player, which is why I why I did think he struggled, because he did get a hell of a lot of stick on from our fans, from the media and stuff like that, because of the, the price tag, because he had the number nine on his back, because he was getting played up front and, and chucked in, in into that role. And I think that, that affected him, because when anything... Did go wrong for him on the pitch. It was like, oh, it's it's fucking Joe Linton again. Oh. Joe Linton in his shit, bloody blah, blah. And then when when he did have his good games, people still almost they, they, they couldn't, they couldn't like giving him yeah, any sort of praise. Yeah, I mean, it, it it it's taken people. There's still people out there now that are saying, well, why why couldn't you have done it for the last two and a half three years when he that he's been here and stuff like that? And it's I don't know what comment you were listening to on Saturday. I don't know. I think it was. Effing a cook or something for mine, I'm sure it was, and, a, and some woman. But anyway, he said, Yeah, I had a, a, a lassie in the um, well, Anyway, he said, um, He's been playing well, but he, he needs to get more goals. The fans are going to judge him yes. on goals. And I'm yeah. thinking, Ah, I was literally wanting to smash the but screen. But there is, there I was is like, no. fans still saying that is that he c- if he's playing in that midfield forward role, he needs to be he needs to be bringing more to the team. He needs to be well, I mean, getting assists and goals. And 
But sometimes yeah. you just you don't have those players no, you don't. In, in your midfield. Mm-hmm. No, you, you sometimes don't. need water carriers. You need sometimes need people. But well, will it break things up? Will it is that is the is the player? Will it's the one that'll get with goals, which I'm sure we'll come on to. Mm-hmm. And Joe Linton is is the is the destroyer. <laughs> like he just he'll just work tirelessly for you. There was so many times, even even on Saturday, he lost the ball sometimes. Pretty terribly, to be fair, right? But he was the one that won a straight back. Yeah. He was the one winning the back. And I'm that's like, exactly what Modi Army would do. I mean, how many times have we oh, seen him going into a channel? You think he's never coming out with that yeah. ball, and he he would come out with it. That's mm-hmm. that's what's happening with with Joe at the minute. And hey, it's it's great to see. It's and, unreal. And, and let let's be honest, right? There's a lot of, of things on social media I've seen the last 48 hours. I've seen, or like I've always supported Joe. I've always been behind him. Bullshit, right? Absolute bullshit. I know we've sat here. No, let, let's finish. So we've sat here, right? And um, probably me and you, we, we've sat here, Mark, and said, we can see a player in there. But rightly so, we've criticised him yeah. as well because he could not hit a ball clean. He hasn't uh, always been perfect. Of course, I, he is perfect now. There's though. always, I've always known there's a player in there. He's always been able to to show it at times. But for somebody to sit around and say they've never criticised him, They've never had had a bad word to say it about it. It's utter bullshit, and I think we can all just calm down now and say, right, we were probably right to to say he's not a striker because he wasn't scoring goals. He wasn't. We knew straight away he wasn't that. Then he was tried in different positions on the left, wherever he was. Now, like we said, out of sheer luck, because Kieran Clark was an idiot against Norwich. <laughs> We've found the best player ever to wear black white stripes. <laughs> well, maybe you're maybe you're Kieran Clarke. Thanks for yeah, great assist. I mean, I, I was a I was a massive critic of his. Honestly, I, I just thought, really, like I, I the only thing I'd say say the only uh, praise I would give him is, is he never went hiding ever in a game, no matter how shit he was playing. Um, he would never go hiding. Would always ask Paying for the ball. Injuries as well. But, he geez, always yeah. wanted to play football. I used to always. Oh, just I, I never had any confidence in him through on goal. Uh, I just thought he was just terrible. To be yeah. quite honest with you, in that in that position. Now, none of us, because we're right in the but head. I was when he had a good game. You would at least appreciate. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I've had many arguments on Twitter with people when I said, "Hey, played really well." Many the arguments day. sat there with me. True, but the, people would go, "Ah, he was still a shite." More to come on the YouTube channel. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, one of the arguments I kept getting peddled about him was because he was so shit. Right, people used to say, "Yeah, well, now that he's collected the ball and laid it off well, everyone's going, wow, didn't he do really well there?'" But all he's done is pass the ball, like. People have this opinion of like, well, all he's done is pass the ball like ten yards. I kept getting that thrown at us. What he's held the ball up well and passed it a few times. That's an out. That's that was that was what I kept. And I was like, no, but he's linking the play up really well. Exactly. I thought, do you know yeah. what I mean? But people wouldn't maybe because he hasn't been three men and scored a goal. He, oh, he's, he wasn't he's doing good the basics, all right. He's passed. He's found I, player. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. was that was what was the argument coming back at me yeah. when I was trying to stick up for him. However, Christ, man, again, I come back of it. How? Imagine if I said to you, well, let's put him centre midfield. You'd be like, what? Like, what are you talking about? He's got, he's got what attribute has he got to go and centre midfield? And then all of a sudden, he just becomes Vieira. It's just, it's, best. it's ridiculous. He's the and best. And do you know what it is? He is the best. Huh? <laughs> from what we've seen, and it's, what's that kid called? He's called Dylan. The one that Context. was wearing the, yeah. yeah. So the one, the lads that had the, the Joel Linton Hawaiian oh, yeah, shirts, right? right? <laughs> he's been obviously sharing a couple of messages between him and Joel Linton on that. Uh-huh. He just seems like a sound bloke as well. Yeah. He just seems lush. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mean, I, I, just, I, I just want to, I just want him, yeah. I want to go for like a one of those meaty, Rio real steakhouse meaty things that they go and have. <laughs> he just seems like a decent bloke, and and I think 
the characteristics of a lot of those players in that team now, they seem like decent people. It seems like they're gelling really well together. He just wants to be loved and he is being loved at the minute. And Long may you know, I bet even he can't believe the turnaround, to be honest with you. I, I, mm. I think he's always <laughs> had that that self-belief in himself yeah. of, of what... What do you think he thought when they were like, well, do, we're but... going to stick your centre midfield again? Like, so the Norwich game, do us a job, all the best. I honestly think he would then... thought... Personally, <laughs> if I was Joe, I'd be thinking, fuck me, how have I got away with this again? Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> like, like how am I still getting picked? <laughs> like, it's mad, isn't it? Like, the second game playing that position, like, well, I'm going to put your centre midfield again. All right. Okay. Well, to be fair, I bet... Never played there before. I bet seems... if you asked him to play anyway... He would do it. I, he would do it. Yeah. Comment, That's what I mean. He just seems like an absolute top-class bloke. He does. He, he does. really does. And then, you know, Longstaff said it didn't. He's interview that time when the, the report oh, was a bit... He was like, listen, like, we all know how good he is. Yeah. If he's on your team and training, your team wins. Mm-hmm. Like, So, obviously, the players have always believed... A lot, There's been a few know. people saying that. Kieran Trippier, I don't know when Kieran Trippier and his question answer that he said, which players impressed you most in training since coming to Newcastle? And it was Joel Linton. And there's, like Mark said, there's been a few players mm-hmm. who's the best in training, who's the best player that you've seen. It's Joe every single time. And we're sat there thinking, eh, like, what's happening in training? I think Bruce used to say it like that. Joe he did, actually. No, training. he did. I, he did. I. And we were going, what? Yeah. And then, like, just like we said, once again, just by absolute chance, I, I do the best. I'll try and like. Do you know what we're saying there about like his link up play and stuff? I did think he was good at that. You know, you could. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He often yeah. found a player in difficult scenarios. You know, players around him, he would find someone. It was, as still can be the case now. It's in the box, right? Where yeah. the problem. I mean, Craig's only two weeks ago he kicked himself in the face with the ball. Yeah. Like, no offense, <laughs> but it was true, right? This so what I love about. Do you know what I mean? But but obviously by playing deep, as as deep as he is, mind you, the one thing he's got is a hell of an engine, which yeah. you didn't really see up front because he's not covering that much yeah. ground because of the position he's playing. Yeah. The engine surprised me, how he can just run everywhere. Um, plays through many, many injuries and knocks. Fantastic. But because he's playing so deep, he, he's kind of doing a similar role in the sense of breaking the play up and then giving it. And right. he's great at doing that. Yep. He finds his shirt nearly every single time. And yeah. Um, long before we move on to the next topic, um, we have a comment from this fellow that's on the stream that says, I love the channel. Love from Norway. Uh, please do 1080. So, talk about the quality of the stream. Um you can become a member of this channel as well. It's two ninety nine a month, and that will help us upgrade from seven twenty yeah, to ten eighty. St- we're stuck on seven twenty. Does it cost like? Yeah, a lot. I so we'll, we'll roughly pay around about I think it's fifteen dollars a month for Streamyard now to go ten eighty HD. It's like fifty odd. Oh, so okay. it's a canny jump to go to the next one. You don't really get anything more apart from that that higher quality. So if you want to become a member. If you want to see us in true HD, I know that's because all of our equipment is all four. It's all ready to go. The equipments there would just need them extra few. And I promise, if we weren't live, then you'd get it in 4K. But because we're doing it live, that's why it's in 720. But yeah, just help us out. And hopefully, next week we'll we'll be all sorted for this. Imagine if we go 1080, then we start losing games. <laughs> this list will look good being oh, miserable. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see all the cracks and everything in my face there. And there is other videos that are 4K. So Scott um, is currently doing his Survivor series on Football Manager, where he took over from Eddie Howe. And he is seeing if he can keep Newcastle United in the Premier League. It's on the fourth episode that just got released for members today. So that is another thing which you get for the membership my as well. All the my United, my United. But with with Scott's um, football manager, I'm obsessed with it. I don't even play football manager, <laughs> but I'm obsessed with it. Like I'm watching it and I'm getting pissed off on that. Like 
Like yeah, I'm but, conceding late goals. I'm going, what? Aye, there's a lot of late goals. I loads? Yeah, loads, yeah. yeah surprise in this yeah. one. So if you haven't already seen this one, members, there's a surprise, a, a shock result in this one. I haven't seen that. Haven't uh, seen shock result. Decker we makes an appearance today. in there as well. Oh, now yes, and again. Yeah. Now, now and again, I pop up. Yeah, now so, and again. So Decker makes a surprise. Um, Next up, we're talking about the midfield. <clears throat> Joe Willock. Take it away, Mark. <laughs> Doing all right, I don't do you know what it is? I don't think uh, these days I don't think and now as long enough to praise all the like every single player on that but field. That's it's such a difference. Normally we'll just criticize him for an hour. <laughs> but it's it's not just where we've been able to like wax lyrical about people in the past, it's been like maybe one person, whereas now you can like that the I mean, we haven't even got into onto Ryan Fraser, but like Ryan Fraser was fantastic oh, as well. The link up player player between Target and Fraser down the down the left was brilliant. The, the midfield, as we've we've just talked about there, Fabian Share. It's the, there's so many people on the pitch putting the performances in that it's like how how do you do enough justice to to to, to praising and picking out everything that they're doing in the game because we'd be here all night. Uh, well, uh, there was an article, was it, or maybe uh, some sort of tweet I had seen <clears throat> regarding Willock in terms of the, you know settling in the area and. And all that type of stuff I was reading just before I came actually. Um he's another one that his transformation from let's say let's be fair, when Bruce signed him. So we all knew on loan what he was and all the rest of it goals. When he was just not even a shadow of that player, was he? At all, like mm. at all. Obviously, he wasn't getting a game either. Yeah. My other issue personally as well is the position we were playing in him wasn't right either. Yeah. And I think we all said that. Um and again, again, confidence in the manager, the belief in the players is is is, is uh, Willick said last week, wasn't it? How much he loves how as a person, not just as a manager. He's fantastic in what he does, and you're just seeing that confidence again, confidence and, and belief in his own ability. I mean, the, the finish for the goal. I mean, I'll, we'll quickly cut to it. I mean, Fabian Shea does just the audience. just remarkable, it's ridiculous that he has. Ridiculous. It's remarkable what he does. Like, um, people talk about Burkham. 4K <laughs> by Fabian. It was He's amazing. touch on the halfway line. Oh, why is he even there? I don't know. I didn't know. It's just, well, it, at first, it's I thought from it was Chris Wood, Wood, and I went, I don't know. He's too small to be Chris well, Wood. I and I was like, I, I did I'm like, eh, is that Fabian Shea? Yeah. Because he was a bit quick. happened so quickly with the, the, the pass across and that. And I was like, beautiful finish. Beautiful. Finish. So it's it's a FIFA finish that. Aye. It's like finesse. Finesse, I know I'm here. I'm yeah. scoring this if I just... Was it RB that you pressed for finesse? Aye. So it's just RB. See you later. Just Bye. Already his, celebrating. Open his body up superbly well. And it's just, again, you know, it's it's that... that the, Willick is the only player in that midfield that would have been there. Do you know what I mean? Like, Shelby's not going to... That came, that from, far, came you know from a corner to Brentford yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. It is the Bravka that just hoofs it, doesn't he? It's someone hoofs it away. I can't, be honest, I can't remember. The field. I can't remember. Did not get cleared out the... The I box. thought, yeah, it was a corner. I can't remember, did it? Falls to... I can't remember who falls to, and then he just plays it forward to... Fabian Shea. And how it is crazy, and it... it yeah. I mean, that, that when that ball comes over, that touch on the halfway line... Yeah, yeah. It's ...of yeah. how he... I, I, I don't know how he does it. To get, to get away from the defence, and then I thought that the, oh, the defender's going to catch him here. Because he's coming and he just plays great that ball. perfectly weighted pass uh-huh. into the into well, he's weak foot as well, and all like it's just for a centre half to be able to do that. It's it's ridiculous, and that's why it's he's, a lovely move. Know. And to be fair to, to their goalkeeper, he does everything right. He comes out oh, to try and close that space down. All he can do it, it. It's it's a Joe Willick finish from last season. Yeah, oh, it was it was an oh, absolute brilliant finish. It really really was. It was like a bit. I was a bit teary on Rish, I thought personally. Like it was it was just it was absolutely beautiful. Um and it's that confidence thing again, it isn't is, it? It is. Of it just is, yeah. when you 
when you're playing well, when you've had a run of games, it's you, Fraser, it's Fraser who clears it. When your confidence is up, you you have that belief in yourself that yeah. I'm just going to hit it and it's going to go in. You're not snatching at it. You're not forcing it. It, it was just, it was lovely. <clears throat> it's lovely. funny when you go back. I remember going back to the Cambridge game, which I know we all want to forget, but I remember Willie came not talk about that time, Digger. Willie came on. I remember and he smashed one. Everything, remember, snatching it? everything. Yeah. He smashed one into the Gallagher. And again, that transformation in five to six, four or five weeks, it's just been unbelievable. It really has. And I'll also give a mention to Shelby. I thought Shelby was outstanding. I really did. I thought his recycling of the ball all day was great. Um, seems a lot more switched on defensively as well in terms of working back. Um, and again, it, it's the three of them. The three of them together. And the, well, listen, the, 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 the best way to put it really is how well they're playing. Bruno can't get in. Mm. That's how well them three are playing because in any other circumstances, Bruno would have been in from so day one. Before, because I do want to speak a bit about Bruno. Um, oh, I'm all here. I'm here for that. I know. But <laughs> another couple of players that I want to mention is Ryan Fraser once again. Honestly. Outstanding. Lushini. And Outstanding. One, of, one of the questions that were had uh, today, Deck, I think you actually replied to the comment. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So, so I think Deck has got his answer prepared. I think he's been practicing this one. Um, <laughs> but we, we had a debate before. It was, God, it was about two months ago now, maybe. Maybe a little bit longer. It was longer. Um, was Bruce in, Bruce was in charge? Bruce was in yes. charge at that point. And, and the question was that I think Mark was saying that it's time for Saint to come out of the team, and that it was more if he got hurt, wasn't it? Or something? If he got I think hurt, the question was, was around if we sold them. That was the January, was wasn't right, it? Okay, yeah. yeah. So if we sold Saint, would we have enough to to survive? Yeah. And you said you've got Ryan Fraser, and you trust. Steve Bruce's ability to get the best out of <laughs> that. Th- well, this is where whoa, me, whoa, whoa, whoa. this is where me point. So, well, you say what you said. I've got to get no, ready all, to go. All, no. I, all I basically said was was that if Saint went, just like if any other player, and like we're doing at the minute, if if a player is not available, then somebody comes in and you have to adapt. You have to adapt your game. You have to change how you approach the game and how you play. And we then got on to the, the, the subject of Ryan Fraser coming in and um Decker, you didn't believe that Ryan Fraser had it had it in him to 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 perform at a at a high level to go. And I was like, Well, why doesn't he? Well, haven't he's never had a run of games, he's never been able to go in there and, and show what he can do. He's having to do it in in small blocks of, of time and substitutions and, and and that kind of thing. So <clears throat> So I think I used that used the word adapt a lot. We oh, have lost. to adapt yeah, yeah. where we yeah. play to yeah. to to suit and, and change where we're approaching stuff like that. And uh and I disagreed. Totally. I, surprise. Totally. Now <laughs> and I'll say why I disagreed. Is <clears throat> but gotta remember here, Steve Bruce was there at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason why I didn't think we could adapt is because Steve Bruce couldn't adapt to anything. He he, he can't. He, you know, he, he tried to adapt to go from five at the back to four at the back, that soon got changed. Um, and the other side of it, the coin here is that the Fraser that we've seen under Bruce, if Bruce was still here, we wouldn't have seen the Fraser we're seeing now. So that Fraser would have still been the same old Fraser that we'd seen before. Mm. And that, that's what I meant by if we're sold saying un, under that current situation, we, we didn't have the ability to adapt. Now, having said all that, I am still surprised at the Fraser we are seeing. Like, tr- truthfully, like, I, I can only be honest, like, I didn't think, fr- well, when we signed him, I thought he was that player because I thought he was amazing at Bournemouth. I was really yeah. excited when we signed him. However, what you know, the Sheffield United getting sent off and then being injured every Tom Dick and Harry seemed to be alright for Scotland, but wasn't for us. I'm not going to lie, I, I didn't, I didn't think 
this freezer was ever going to show up for us. Yeah. And I'm more than happy to eat as much humble pie as you want us to. But just to answer that question again is it was adapting in that current environment with Steve Roos in charge. I just didn't think it was possible. I hope that's answered it. But you're right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think it's telling that the interviews that Ryan Fraser has done since, since Eddie Howe came in. Absolutely. That's telling about how he felt with the coach and staff and the management at that point. It won't be long before Alex Bruce is knocking on his door, asking him why he's saying these comments and being so mean to his dad. Well, it's it's clear he wasn't getting... in a good place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're that, right. From yeah. whether that was affecting his the injuries and stuff like that. Again, that probably comes yeah. down to the training side of things and him not getting games is going to affect him again. We've already mentioned this a couple of times, mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that when he's coming in there, he's not he's not ready to be playing. He's not hitting the ground running. <clears throat> now having that that ability to have some some game time back to back, have performances, and that's that's came from we're, we're having to change changing with shape, changing with approach, and stuff like that. It's it's getting the best out of them and. I would, I would also honestly say training five days a week or whatever. Like, you know, like because mm-hmm. I think Fraser did also said that some of it also lies at my door because yeah, I he think took some of the responsibility. Yeah, yeah and I think yeah. what he means by that is, is like when we were getting a day off, I'm watching he was at the kebab shop, but when we got a day off, I had a day off. Whereas I'm sure Shelby said something in the program notes which I loved about saying he wanted to work on his upper body, and he says I approached the staff and the, and the givers a regime to work on mm. your body. Now, again, that's, you know, it's a Shelby's decision to do that. Now, what I think Fraser's trying to say is we didn't really get that. And I didn't, you know, either try either. So it was a bit, you know what I mean? You, you may be coming together there, but now obviously with the plan they've got, how has got them in there working really hard? You, of course you're seeing the, the benefits of that. And Fraser is running through a brick wall for every mm. game, every single game. And I have to also say um, him playing on the left-hand side you see how much more dangerous he is on the left-hand side than he is on the right. Mm. I thought he was incredible. Because when when he played at Bournemouth, and he was great there. He was always on the left-hand side. And I felt him and Target linked together really, really well. And I thought he was incredibly dangerous. Just cutting inside and crossing the ball in. We were talking about the relationship between Trippier and... Fraser, Fraser on the, other side, yeah, on the yeah. left hand, on the right hand side. Sorry, and we're seeing on the on the left hand side with. Do you know what it is? Was was spoke about the, the turnaround from Dolan and moving positions, but the turnaround for Fraser as well for me, it, it's it's just as impressive because he looks dangerous and he's another player right now where you think you can't take him out of the team. You, you literally can't right now. And and Eddie Howard has got some hard decisions to make for certain areas in that field because. This player sat there ready to come in most positions. And and we saw it um with with Bruno when Bruno came on the field. Mm-hmm. I think one of the stats was he had more touches than any single Brentford player in 30 minutes. Completed more passes. Full 90 minutes. Well, you, I thought him and Shelby just looked like Rose Rice's half the time, to be honest. It's know. just another one with Bruno. He just looks at ease once again and he just wants the ball constantly, doesn't just he? Constantly he's picking it up in, in every single area on that field. And how long is it since we've saw decent through balls from our midfield? <laughs> and he puts two of them <laughs> almost did, on a yeah. plate. Yeah, he did. There was, one, yeah, yeah. there was one where we, sh- we should have done better with it and, and went through. It was a ball out to the to the left-hand side. It was just a slightly slightly poor touch from Wood, maybe, I think it was. Ah, it was. Where, where it just ran away. That was a fantastic ball through. But it uh, just having somebody that that's that, that 
that's that comfortable on the ball and that constantly wants it. Whereas, yes, Shelby's like that, but what he would be doing is he'd be dropping right back onto the defenders to get the ball, and then he didn't have anybody to do it. Mm-hmm. The pair of them, because at, at that point in the second half, the, the game was starting to run away from her a little bit. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were starting to sit back and invite them on. It was a great um, sub, I thought. It was a great and, sub. Yeah, and, and yeah. That, that change just brought him on and just allowed us to to wrestle back control of the, the midfield and, and keep the ball. Yep. And even though there wasn't there wasn't a huge amount of the time where we were doing doing something with it, i.e. forward passes and stuff like that, we still kept it. We kept the ball moving. We were moving up the pitch slowly. And then when there was a moment for a, a wide pass into space or a ball through, then bang, we were, he was hitting it. Hmm. So it's, you know, that is, hmm. it's just exciting to see what what can come when, he, when he gets I mean. around I'm, the team. I'm desperate to see him start yeah. a game, but at the same time, I don't want him to start yeah. a game because it means bringing that, that three up. He's going to at some point, when you look at the, the fixtures we've got coming up uh, in the, the next couple of weeks, the, there's some tough, yeah. tough, tough fixtures coming up. I, I think, um, just to comment, just briefly, um, the substitution of Ericsson, which I thought was brilliant to see Ericsson come back onto mm. the field, to be fair, and be playing professional again at the top level. Um, but when he came on and Tony came on, that just give them, yeah. you know, if only had, they only had ten men, they had ten men for the whole game, pretty much. It gave them real energy, Massive didn't boost. it? Yeah. A real boost, and, yeah. and, and we struggled a little bit. I mean, again, they didn't have a shot at goal. I will say that, but I don't know. I, I was starting to think like, well, we're, we're really losing control of this game. And then, and as, as Mark's rightly said, when Bruno came, on, I just thought him and Shelby were just, just absolute like together. You know, but obviously he's right. Shelby does drop deep. What I also loved about Bruno is his urgency when he's on the ball. Like when Shelby gets it, <laughs> as much as I love him, he. he you know, he takes his time to pass a ball. Like yeah, he's a bit, bit slow on that and whatever. But when Bruno was getting it, it was just snappy. Snap, you know, I really um, his first, his first oh, thought is right. How can I move this ball? Yes, straight away. It's no, not. He's not looking though. to get rid quick. of it. So quick. Mm-hmm. We saw it um, against West Ham. He, he didn't even look. Yeah, and he just oh, hit a true ball. Yeah. It's Murphy on, on the oh, end of it, I think it is. Yeah, it was, and he doesn't. He just knows his surroundings. Yeah. And it, do you know what it is? He's literally a Rolls Royce player. And from what we've seen, told you. and we haven't even seen a full ninety minutes from him. Even if you add up the time up that he's been on the field, it's probably what less than a half. He looks like a player I would expect to see in like an Arsenal side or. I'm not saying Man City's but maybe too much. But, but do you know what I mean? Though he's just so comfortable on the ball. Well, that's um, why when I. When we first signed him, I mean, my first words were when we're linked with him. There's no way on earth we're signing him because mm. I just couldn't believe that that would would do it. Because I fully expected a bigger bigger team, somebody that's at that top end of the table to come in, yeah. come in and get him. Because for probably two or three teams that are in in this league, he walks in every every other midfield. So, and he, and his time is going to come. And what what I do think is going to happen with this three, as much as I. Love them, honestly, I do. I really do. I feel that when the, as Mark said, them games that are coming really like back to back, Bruno's going to start there. There's no question. Maybe yeah. Willis gets dropped, or maybe Shelby gets dropped, for example. If he performs well and the team do well, then he'll not be dropped. Do, do you know what I mean? And yeah. then that's when you, that's when he'll then cement his team. Now, having said that, if he if he doesn't play well or something goes wrong, well, maybe he won't. But if he comes in and does a good job and the team win, he will then cement his position. And in, in, in the, and I don't think uh, how will change shape, and I hope he doesn't. Or what he keeps with the three in midfield. Um, so when you when you think of that, then do you, do you think like, do you see him replacing Shelby? No. So so you think you think who do you if, if anybody, <laughs> he would replace Joe Linton. But how how can he replace Joe Linton? 
Oh, you can't be doing that. <laughs> that's why he's. That's why he's not allowing it. I'll protest. <laughs> the only, and that's why I'm saying the only reason, the only way that you can can kind of see him getting into the team is when we need to be really tough to beat in the middle of the park, and that we're not necessarily maybe. And he probably goes in there at the expense of Joe Willick. Who was the one that's maybe that little bit more forward? See, I, I honestly see him replacing Shelby. I feel like he's just Shelby. Well, not, not sorry, I take that back a bit. But I mean, like playing that role of like, yeah, you know, I can break the player, but I am going to be the person that recycles the ball well, all the time. If he does that and he's then breaking the ball forward, moving forward, who's then sitting there behind him? I, th- I think he probably is Shelby's replacement. I think, but so. I think you're looking at next season. I think it's it's not. I think they'll bring somebody else in to replace Shelby. Some somebody that will if Bruno's gonna play deeper, it would be alongside Shelby or another player of that ilk. Because but if, is, if he, is, if is he's Joe then, not playing in that deep role at the moment? He's that he's a bit more further forward, isn't he? If any we're playing a three in midfield with Shelby at the bottom of the triangle and then the two yeah, in front. Okay. Yeah. So the only way that and Joe Linton is just Anyway, yeah. on, on paper, that's what it is. You've got a midfield, midfield free with Shelby there in the two. In in the interview that Bruno done when he first came, he said, "Don't expect goals from me. I'm not a goal scorer." No. Yeah, and I agree, and that's why I see him as this. Saw that? Have you shot? Yeah, it wasn't I, that far off. To yeah, be fair, I, it looked a lot closer uh, <laughs> the first angle. You know, the, the, but listen, at the end of the day, he came on and looked a real player again. You know, and yeah. you could tell when he came on, he was charging everybody down. He was dying to make an impression. You know, of course he is. Um, and again, it's just another exciting thing, isn't it? You know what I mean? And, and as I said before, like, if it was going wrong, he would have been in from day one. As soon as, yeah. as, soon as his first time he, he pulled a shot expecting on. to come straight in. Aye. And it's just so happens that we've got three players that were already at the football club before the window. Have, so, you so know, the, have, have become amazing. Our, it's Joe Linton's transformation that's keeping them out of the team. So uh, our good friend who normally sits right there uh, on that side of the table has said that he reckoned that uh, Bruno will start a few games once it gets congested. Uh, a little right. bit of rotation. Um, yeah, well, we've got right Southampton on th- and Everton. We've got three away games. games. Yeah, yeah, we've got somewhere. three away games. No, it's, it's ridiculous. X amount of days. Chelsea like, as well. Weekend, isn't it? So you, you've got Shelby's 30-year-old. You know, I mean, he's, he kind of play every game. You know, every. I mean, mm. he does. Like He tries, but... I would certainly think he could be rested, like. But he's not having to do that running in midfield because he's got. He's got three in there. Yeah, yeah. The legs from isn't he? And that's why I've always said put three in the middle. Best he always says that Joe Linton won't need a rest. Man's a pure athlete. Yeah, (laughs) he's an animal. He's unreal. (laughs) He is. Um, I just want to say why we'll get a chance here. We'll, if you do have any questions, we'll quickly answer a handful of those. Um, thanks to all the new members who've signed up in the last 15, 20 minutes. I think there's been about six years. Yeah. Um, so so 1080 you. coming your way soon enough. <laughs> get in, get in the little member section below the video and uh, get yourselves in the Telegram group. Yeah, so um, you do get access to the Telegram group as well, which is our private group, which is very similar to WhatsApp, where you can interact with, with everybody on the channel. Um, we'll mention this every single week, but I'll probably have about 20,000 messages unread on there yeah, because just... it is busy, to put it in one word. It's very, very busy. I had to mute it over the weekend because I was out and about and didn't want to kill me phone and then I forgot to, t- to turn it back on so when it, it then came back on because I like staff you've only got like an option to mute it for an hour or two days mm. so so I did it for two days and then forgot about it so then when it when it came back on and I had seen how many messages I had over the weekend I was like Jesus it is decent crack though like yeah. there's a lot of like-minded Newcastle United fans in there and well, it's, that's it's all great that's in crack there. yeah 
it's, yeah. it's great crack throughout the games when the games are being played even during the week just talking about things which are happening with Newcastle United whether that be at the club what's happening on social media it's it is. It's, it's a decent group of people in there. I think there's over 140 around about yeah, that in there yeah. at the minute. The, the, there's a lot of people in there. Well, there was a watch along last night of the the Liverpool and Chelsea game in the in the group as was well. It? Obviously, everybody was was watching that. So good game. Up. But yeah, um, it, it's it's decent crack in there. Um, so yeah, if you do have any questions, uh, we'll, we'll go through as many as possible before we wrap this up. We'll wrap it up in the next 10, 15 minutes. Um, do you have any questions? First of all, whilst we are waiting for them to come in. I I've got one. Really. Same maximum. He's been a talking point in the last 24 hours. Um, a lot of people not being happy uh, with what he has been putting on social media, uh, whether that be his board game or his um, trip to, to Monaco for recovery purposes. Um, Dagger, I'll start with you because you're Sin's biggest fan, and I think you you probably sum up my feelings on this one. Um... Is Sin injured? 100 percent, yeah, of course he is. Yeah, I, I don't understand how how people don't think he is. Um, but, you know, him being in Monaco, right? Um, getting the treatment that he's getting. It's obviously a doctor that he trusts. It's obviously also a doctor that the club trusts. The club wouldn't allow him to go over there if it was just for a party. Do, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's obviously going there for a reason. Now, I, I just find it mad that everyone just seems not everyone. I take that back. A, my, a small minority of people just seem to be out to just get him or anyone really, but it seems to be him at the minute. Where like, he already put a picture on, or you know, of him. I, I seen someone say, for example, Trippier. So someone that says, "Oh, well, look at Trippier. That's what you want. That he's there <clears throat> uh, with, the with the team." Yeah, I'm not a doctor, like, but his injury. He's had the operation. It's done. Now there's nothing else that you can do except peel. peel. So that's fine. Obviously, Saint is over somewhere else getting the treatment he needs to try and come back quicker. It's a completely different scenario as to why he's on the bus and he he isn't. Um, going yeah. going off the the board game thing, that that doesn't bother me like at all whatsoever because footballers have a life outside of football, and if he's investing his money in something which he's going to make a return off, whether that be right now or outside of football once his career ends, that doesn't bother me whatsoever. It it, at only, all. it only bothered me at the time when well, I suppose COVID's still around, but you know when COVID was quite. You know, it was mm. around. Uh, he was putting these these things on. And I thought, hang on, what happens if you catch COVID here and you're out? But I would that annoyed us if you were, like... they would have the be sensible enough to have people having COVID tests and things like that. Well, hopefully, yeah. I hopefully, yeah. But hasn't he yeah. hasn't he had it about three times anyway? He has had it yeah. three times. And, and you mentioned going to Monaco for the recovery. How many times did the player do the the ACL? They used to always go to Germany for the recovery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? I think that. For me, is what you've you've just picked up on there is that if he just goes to Monaco and just goes and has his treatment and posts pictures of him in his oxygen tent, whatever it was that he was in, or the training stuff that he's posted in the in the last couple of days as well, nobody would would bat an eyelid at it because oh, he's over there, he's getting treatment, he's he's working on his injury. Go back a week ago. The night before it was announced he wasn't going to be playing on the game, he was out in Jesmond at a restaurant playing his board game. What, what, that was what? the last the last thing. Then the first things you saw from him in France were again playing the board game. So it But that's that's we we might not know he's not going to be playing the game, but he does. 
Yeah, he can but, do whatever he wants. It's so. Are you saying that if he just went home if he, and didn't if play this just, board if game? If he just went to France and he didn't put the pictures of the board game thing happening, nobody would be bothered because the thing. But oh, what's he meant to be doing though in the nighttime then? Like, what what are people wanting to be doing? Well, he would be visiting his family. I don't know in his in his hotel room. Yeah, or, but, the, or but, but what, what is the difference that, from playing cards in your room with your mom? Because or, you're not. I don't you're understand. Not, you're not. Oh no, you're not putting it. You're not game. putting it in people's faces. Well, if he, if he that's just, what you need to do because he's trying to get his board game out there. I know he's trying to promote his promote his board game, and and I I only think that that's maybe why he's getting this thing. People are looking at that and thinking, I think because he's saved. going for a jolly. I do. I think it's if it was Callum Wilson do. doing it, no, it'd be fucking. Kidding. Well, I was going but to Callum, mention but Callum Wilson wouldn't. But I'm saying, post if, no, but if, if it was, game, if it was Callum Wilson, if he had interests outside of football, where something similar to that, nobody would care. I think it's got Saints Flash. I think if I think if Trippier was having a card game, I don't give a fuck either. Do think anyone would care? Honestly, I don't. I really don't. Well, I think that's what it comes to with him with him being flashes that he sometimes just needs to to maybe think a little bit more about his social and media. I, I, I get it, right? And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying is is that what what puts doubts in people's minds? I think what puts doubt, and we we spoke about this more before we went live, is because yes, we do see saying moping around on the field at times and go oh, down yeah. pretty easy. I think that's what gives people the, an easy path help, to it? criticise yeah. him. That's what yeah. gives them that easy path because they say, oh, he's not injured on the field, so he's not injured off the field. He's 100% injured no matter what. Of course he's injured. Of course he is. It's, it's and that's why mad. I'm saying if if on his social media, all you saw from his trip of, of France is him going in and getting his treatment, working out in the gym, you think, wow, well done. He's good on him. He's He's, he's actually gone over there just to work on his fitness. Now, I believe that's what he's done, but doing extra things on doing top of the that. extra things on top of that and promoting his board game is what then puts that. And I know this out is, into people's I know minds. this is a different situation, right? But this was quite telling. It was that the Sun and player was it O nine? What's he called? Oh, a player called O nine. Is it O nine? So he he people on social media a post on social media saying that. It literally crippled him being injured and not being able to do the everyday things that he used to do during his recovery period, right? Is that not what Saints doing now? Keeping himself occupied? He is, but why put it on social media? Because he needs to get publicity for his board game. He's injured at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what he fucking does. I, the reason why it doesn't... Wouldn't, honestly, if he was fucking like, running up the stairs, I'd be fucking I, wild. Like, I'm going to say something about Callum Wilson. I, oh, I didn't have my shirt. You, you know he was on a fucking boat. He wasn't. No, <laughs> that boat photo was taken in Japan. But he was. He did go for that that bike ride, though. But did he put it on his? No, he didn't. But there that... you go. No, That's he didn't. What I'm saying. But he went on a bike ride. <laughs> you, you must have heard this, right? No, come he, on. He went on a bike no, ride. Pick, pick and choose what you do. He only been injured a week and a half or something. He went on this bike ride for ten miles. Wasn't that recovery? Well, it might have been, but he was in the mountains and that on this bike. Apparently, his calf's hurting. And I was <laughs> like, I, I, I read it. You training? I was speaking to the guy who, anyway, I'm not going to it. But that, that annoyed me. And I was saying, but yeah, I'll give you that point. I'll give you that point. He didn't put that on his social media. Because if he did, how the hell are you going to ride a bike like that up the mountains when you've got a bad calf? However, I'll come back to the subject. He's honey. He, if, he if he was putting pictures on social media of my club in some way, right? Yeah. Now, bearing in mind, yeah, all my favourites in the nineties did it all the time, right? That's yeah. all they ever did was go yeah. on the town and just get mortal. But right? in the nineties, yeah, I know, I know, you didn't have I Instagram. I know that, but, that's the top and bottom of it. And uh, uh, doesn't bother us hearing them stories now. It wouldn't bother us now if that makes sense. But he's just—he's done his training during the day or whatever he's had to do. He's 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 he's, he's playing a so, fucking board game, and he's playing a board game at seven o'clock at night. I, I just 
mind boggles. The mind boggles. It really does. If Eddie Howe was playing a board game, <laughs> no, 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 what, nobody what would say. Would Eddie Howe play? Well, not who know. But whatever. But but people wouldn't be going. Well, you should be. You should be working tactically on the next game. I mean, he probably is. Bless him. He probably doesn't ever stop. But I, I, going back to what Chris is meaning, sorry, is is it's because it's him. It's because it's him, Maxwell. And I'm like, hang on, all day he's been, well, not all day, but he's been putting pictures on in the full strip, working out in the gym, getting his, his therapy, whatever he needs, and he plays one board game. Yeah, and wasted That's space. That's a great shout, which I haven't thought about. The amount of videos he's posted of him training well, he's in, in, in the well, and gym. That, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, all of them are the, but because he wear are the a fucking positive watch. side of it. Hell on. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this, because it's fucking ridiculous. He's playing a fucking board game at the end of the day. It's It's... It just does my tits in. It really does. Does does me head in. This does is this in. is social media. It it has its good side. It has its bad side. Whatever whatever you do, somebody will pick up on it and twist it to their narrative. Whether so, it be a uh, good thing, whether it be a bad thing. Well, so people are saying that he's not injured though. People are saying he's just over there. He's not even injured. Some people are saying, and I think that's where I'm getting even more annoyed. Where I'm thinking, so you, so you I think that, I asked, so. But what but what Chris just <laughs> said before is the reason why people say that because of he likes to go down he likes to to sit on the floor for a a while he's always wearing all of his 20 bandages and stuff like that so it puts that element of doubt in people's minds so them think anyhow is just going to go with his medical staff and go ah he's injured when he's not injured by the way they're saying and they're allowing him to go to monaco when he doesn't need to go that's what these people i don't believe no i know you don't but that's what i'm saying but these people are believing that yeah he's not injured he's just went to monaco for a holiday so that means then you're believing that eddie howe and his staff I bet he has had a good I'm not capable of. Of course he has. I don't know if they're saying that. <laughs> I'm the wife now. Whether they don't believe. Maybe. The... No, people are saying that. I don't know. Do, know. They, do they not think it's, he wasn't as injured as he was making out? It doesn't out matter how injured he is. He's injured. I don't know. It doesn't matter how injured he is. Well, Eddie Howe's press conference, he was very vague about saying being involved. He went, it's a late <laughs> thing. No, again, Eddie Howe knows for fine well he is not in that squad. He knows for fine well that he's keeping the opposition guessing. Eddie Howe doesn't think oh, I'm going to make a late fitness call on, on him. And I, I'll not say the name, but I was messaging uh, somebody not, not involved with the club, but a, a local reporter, okay, about the whole Saint thing. And I went, do you honestly think that Saint is going to be in the squad because of what Eddie Howe said? And didn't give us a definite answer. And he went, Saint doesn't have to be training over the week because Saint is not involved whatsoever with any sort of defensive approach. Saint goes on the field, does what he wants, right? So Saint could get on a flight from Monaco the night before, play the next game. Because he doesn't need to be involved in the tactics of that football club. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> no, but, uh, well, listen, the, my mate Ben, you would probably be watching, he, i seen him on Twitter kicking off that he had released a photograph, the photograph of him in the sunbed, if you like. The oxygen uh, chamber. The oxygen chamber, yeah. Um, and he was saying, like, I can't believe he's put that on on Friday and blah, blah, blah. It wasn't him that put it on. He shared it. So it was the actual... It must have been the medical team or whoever it was. They put the photo of Saint on and tagged him in it. Then he right. shared. It. Okay. Now, listen. People are annoyed that he might give stuff away. I, I mean this with the, with the most most respect. We're playing Brentford, right? Like, hmm. if we have to try and hide the fact that Saint's not playing against Brentford, then we're in. We're in we're back, you, were, you were up in all last things? week because we were hiding the fact that he wasn't playing against West Ham. And West Ham, in a bit better than Brentford. Like, I mean, I don't but think we need same. to be. No, I, I, I also did say though that I thought it was a bit. I thought it was a little bit sad, to be honest with you, that we're having to hide the fact that St. Maxim is not playing. That was just my opinion. That was just my opinion. And then I don't really think you need to do that. For me, you just don't need to do that. Like, But the West Ham one, maybe I'll give you because no one really knew and it was super secret and all the rest of it. But Brentford, I'm, I, again, the deepest respect, we don't, we don't have to be lying or 
playing little lies that oh, say it might be playing, he might not be against teams like that. But that's, that's I apologize, I apologize did, to, 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 to Jolin and not the actual Jolin, but somebody called Jolin. <laughs> He's put a super chat in. I can't go back to say the super chat. So if you just copy and paste it, I'll read it out now, mate. I can't say it on my phone. Uh, I can only do it on the laptop, which is over there. Uh, but there is a super chat question for you, Mark, apparently. So if you get that sent in, uh, What's that mean? Well, I don't know what I mean. Yeah, uh, so it's he's just donating money. And it oh, sorry, right. quite big, but I was too involved with the board games um, to do that. Um, chess for how? Isn't it? It's chess for how? Yeah, so make chess, isn't it? It's so make that is no, it's like cards and stuff. It's a bit of no man. That the no, 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 said no. Of what, oh. what board game? What do you how play? play? Oh, right. Well, yeah, yeah. I thought you can. Helios is a chess tactical, isn't it? Where you so work it out. If can we get sent in here to play Helios? Mark would be furious. <laughs> not sitting in my seat. Imagine if Maxi walked in here. I know you'd got off it. You'd you? be expecting a limp. <laughs> Why is he not limping? Are you really injured? Or what? <laughs> Kicking him. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll still be lying on the floor for 10 minutes afterwards, <laughs> wouldn't he? <clears throat> uh, right, all right. So the super chat question is Mark, um, is Saint allowed to stand up when he has a piss or does he have to sit down? <laughs> <laughs> It depends on the, it depends on the situation. It depends on the injury. <laughs> it's really, that's it. If you've got a you know, if you've got a groin or a, a hamstring strain, then surely sitting down would be more more comfortable. <laughs> it's not putting that stretch on his hamstring, is it? Um th- th- to be fair, right? Um people can have, have whatever opinion that they want. Oh, of course. Of course, of course they can. Right. We're, we're not criticizing opinions, but just be sensible about it at the end of the day. You need to be sensible about it. And to me, saying yes, he goes down easy, of course he is. But he wants to play football, so he's not going to fake an injury. Of course he's not. Um, I, I, Especially I, a team like it's playing the way it is at the minute. I think what I, why I get annoyed so much, and, I, and this isn't just about St. Maxim as much as Mark thinks it is, I would, be, I would be banging this drum if it was any player. Because at the minute, right, we'll come back to what we started with. We're unbeaten in seven games. We'll, we'll look like we're pulling out the danger. Everything's positive. But there seems to be people out there that just want to create... I mean, they're not even journalists. They're not even getting paid for it. Like, I sometimes can understand when people, some journalists try to, you know, cause problems. But I don't think there's any need for for any of our fans to to have a go at anyone at this moment in time because everything's fine. Clubs had a great point. Absolutely, it is like great, great point now. But but we'll move on from it. So so like I said, if anyone has got any questions, uh, we shall go. I just keep through them. Um, sit down, piss you and Do you ever piss? Sit down, piss. Some it, when I'm drunk. I don't know. In the house, like when you, know when you... Say what I was gonna say, but you know what I was gonna say. <laughs> you know when you get you get in you when you've been out and you're like, oh, can I will be all over the place if I, I go on my phone, you see, so sometimes sitting down just, oh, you know. Oh, I mean? was morning, I always treat myself to a sit down piss in the morning. Like when you get up yeah. in the morning. I, when I, I do I do, do like... I do during the night because I don't want to turn the light on. I'm trying to right, think. Okay. <laughs> well, trying just sit then? down and tuck it down, can't you? You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry worry about it going all over the shop. Um, right, so Wood, Chris Wood, thoughts. Oh, I, I, sorry, Mark. Sorry. Um, I, I thought he looked like a forty-year-old Andy Carroll. Like, if I'm honest with you, like, I, I, I didn't think he looked very good at all. Um, and I, and that isn't that. You know, I hope it comes back and bites us similar to Joe Linton. But I, I didn't think he played very well in the game. If I'm honest with you, I thought he had two decent chances. I don't think he could do much more with the second one. He tried to like head it over the goalkeeper. I thought it was actually a, a clever effort. Um. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think I didn't think much of him, if I'm being really honest. Okay. It wasn't his best game. Again, I th- I think the header was a decent chance. The, yeah. It looked like it nice, was nice cross. Out, I right. think it was a good save from the keeper. He just needs a goal, doesn't he? He needs that 
something to to go in, but he's you can't fault his his work rate and his movement and stuff like that. And I love how we've just gone from Degasi. We shouldn't be negative thinking. Oh shit! <laughs> but, no, I, I don't think you can say it any better than what Kieran said it. Okay, if right. you read out, that is so to Kieran me has said uh, thoughts on Chris Wood. Uh, not down his effort or desire, but talking purely quality wise, he has been suspect. Uh, could have had a hat trick on the weekend. It uh, should have had at least one. I probably agree with that. He, he yeah. could have bagged. His desires there. I can't question that. Definitely. The, not. the header was a good save from the keeper. I thought. The one, the one where Bruno played it through, I think he needs to do better with, the with one, that one. The one that annoyed us, really did, actually. Um, he broke, was the first, no, sorry, was the second half. Uh, and he was, I thought he was just going to lace it. He was just on the edge of the box, almost. And he tried he tried to give it to Willigham and lost it. And that was just terrible link-up play. Remember, he's left foot to pass him in, where he had all the time in the world to get out of his feet to smash it. And I was like, just hit it, son, just hit it. And then he eventually made his mind up to try and pass it, and he lost it. And I was like, Christ almighty. But I think qualities, the quality's been, hasn't, it hasn't been great. However, the good thing is for him, we're winning games of football. So it's good. It, Tobias because it doesn't say you know. that Chris Wood also occupied two defenders for joining on school. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. And that, that's the, the things that he, he brings. Of, yes, he mightn't be scoring goals, but when you look at his, his overall performance of what he's doing, pulling people out of positions, making space, holding up, linking up the pier. It's you know th- this is stuff that 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 Joe Linton used to do and people used to criticise him because he wasn't scoring. Hoslu used to do and it's sometimes you strike as it isn't just about scoring goals, but that's the headline. That's what sometimes it's on. about falling into centre midfield and becoming <laughs> the greatest player we've ever seen. I mean, he this has, would it, probably make a good centre half. He hasn't scored since November, defensive has he? Headers. I think, yeah. and you can see why. Yeah, that's all I'll say. I think I think the weekend was probably the only time where we've actually crossed the ball from though that that I can remember. We've actually put one on his on his head. Yeah, I, I thought he missed a real good chance against Everton, which was which um was from a almost like a block shot, then we chipped it back in and it came to him back post at the Leasers. It was a good chance. He just headed straight to Pickford, like almost like back to keeper, almost. Um, but yeah, listen, it, as I, I'll, I'll see what I said again, and what Kieran said, you can't say any better than what he said, in my opinion, but. Just we'll give him time, right? We're, we're not in any trouble at the moment. It's been a lovely little run, and he's been part of that run. So, and, and without being too harsh, I think we'll all realize that Chris Wood is kind of stopgap. Wilson was injured. It's an expensive stopgap, but it's not my money. It is. So, yeah. It is. But, but as as we've had with with that argument before, what what does twenty five million get you with a striker these days? And at the end of the day. If he's not scoring goals, who cares when we're still picking up results? That's what's that's what's as long as we're scoring goals in, in yes. different areas. If we're losing games, the magnifying glass gets on bigger. Him. Do you know what I mean? But of course it does. At the minute, it, you know. Yeah. Also unbeaten since Chris Wood came in. There you go. It's all down to Chris Wood. There we go. <laughs> um, anything else before I wrap this one up? Because we have been well, going I for one hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, oh, I don't know where it was. I think it was about Wilson coming on. When Wilson's come back, would you like to see two up front? Nah, like for like for me, Wilson yeah. would come in for Wood. I would say I would. I would actually love to see them both together, but it it just it just dynamics gone too much. Too many yeah. things. Like you, yeah. like we said, we'll go full circle. Deck and that players coming in now, it has to be a like for like swap in that system. Yeah, just imagine yeah. Wilson up front with Bruno pinging them through balls. Yeah, well, Wilson, I think uh, the jury's out. I think fitness wise with him, that's the only worry. Which we knew when we signed him, though, right? In fairness, you cannot question his quality the guy's incredible he really really is and I, and I do I would love to see like Sabruno in the team and even to see the way like the way Fraser's playing now the way we are playing as a team with Wilson in it mm-hmm. 
well, you know, someone might throw in the comment and go, well, but Wood's on and he's holding up the ball or whatever he's doing. But I think Wilson would thrive under the, under the current yeah. scenario. But at the end of the day, right, we're, we're, we're picking up some great results without him there, without Trippier there, without St. Maxim there, as much as Mark doesn't like him. Three, three, were, three were best players. Were three best players, but, in my opinion, but, on, we, on the pitch. Sat here and if Newcastle managed to stay up this season, I think they will. Uh, we've sat here and said, Wilson probably needs replaced anyway. You, you need a, a yeah. new number nine coming yeah. in there. Well, we're trying to, to, try to say game. a couple of strikers in the, the yeah. window, didn't yeah. we? So you can guarantee we'll... We'll look to do it again I, in the summer. And I'm, I'm saying that we're, we're getting these roles for three of our best players out, not on. You could say four, because mm. Bruno is going to yeah. be one of our best players. So there's four players that we're not playing. Joe's definitely the best player. So, well, Joe's the greatest in the league. So, yeah. yeah, It would be good to have Callum Wilson coming up soon because um, he does love playing away. And we've got a lot of away games coming up. Does he really? Allegedly? Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. That's that, what Matt Ritchie's screen, remember? He yeah, loves yeah. love playing away. He loves playing at West Ham. Yeah. Um, Final question, and it is from another one of our members. It is from Freddie Costanzo, who says, does Kraft start over Mancure now? No. Absolutely That's not. probably the one for me right now that comes back in Mancure right back. And I don't know. I know why I'm saying it, because Mancure does tend to offer you more in both directions, I would say. Well, Crafty can be suspect defence. Craft has... I think Craft's better going forward than he is backwards. Yeah, but Mankiewicz overall package, yeah. he's better, better wing-back. Of course he is. Um, yeah. Mankiewicz comes in for me. Like, if he's fit, he comes in. Would be for me as well. Like. And Craft yeah. didn't have a bad game. Of course no, he no, he was... No, he didn't. He didn't do anything the wrong. Ten men but... helped that, that situation. Of course, yes. did for every single part of, the, of course, the, yeah. the field and position. But for me... I like Mankio, so I'm always going to see Mankio comes back in. Yeah, as much as how believes in the players when they're playing well and believes in that team, I, I do think if Mankio was fit, you put him in. Like, mm. I do think so. So, yeah. Um, anything to add before we wrap this one up? No. Uh, very, very quickly about Julian again was the Antonio. <laughs> love them back the, to the, uh, the Antonio comment with Wilson. This, 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 this podcast. podcast. Or well, Antonio like kind of mentions he's just saying to Wilson like we didn't expect, we couldn't understand why he's playing centre midfield, first yeah. of all. Like, what on earth? Like, when we're seeing that he's been playing centre midfield, mm. we're like, well, he's not going to be any good. He's going to have mistakes in him. He's going to do things wrong. And all of us were so impressed with him after the game. Like, we all said, God, Joe Linton was unbelievable. And then Wilson's just wax lyrical, saying, like, yeah. he's absolutely unbelievable since the gaffer's come in. Obviously, how it's been a transformation and all the rest of it. And it was just really nice. It was also nice to hear an opposition player who's not just a retired player, someone's playing every week mm. for a good team to, to also recognise that. Christ, he's even surprised. Was this us. recorded after the, after the West Ham? After the West Ham it was after the West Ham Because right, he okay. says, like, beforehand, we knew he's been playing midfield, but we couldn't understand why. Yeah. Which, let's be fair, right? Like, outside looking in, probably a lot of people think that. But he says, after the game, we all thought, wow. Like, a lot of teams will probably look at Joe and think, oh, easy target. That's not his position. Yeah. Uh, he owns that position. Owns it. Take that off him. Owns dare it. you. So I just thought that was really, really interesting and, and nice. And again, especially when he plays with Declan Rice every every week as oh, well. Yeah, yeah, who totally right. Literally, probably got a kick against him, did he? Yeah, that's true. Um, right, big well, job. Thanks everybody uh, for tuning in tonight. Um, I've enjoyed this one, lads. It's been lovely. I'm enjoying them more and more each week. It's been lovely because <laughs> we're winning. <laughs> we're winning, you um, know. But yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure as always. Like, like I said, thanks to you guys. I have watched this live. Thanks, thanks to everybody who will be listening to the audio later on. This will probably go live tomorrow morning if you do want to listen it back. Like I said earlier, thanks to the new members as well. There's been a handful of years tonight. So like Mark said, don't forget to go on the community page on the Gallagher Shots YouTube home um, page and you will get instant access to that Telegram group, which we mentioned earlier. 
early access to all the football manager videos that Scott does. Uh, like I said, he is taking over the reins from Eddie Howe, trying to keep Newcastle United in the Premier League using Football Manager 22. Uh, My United is getting done. There's always new My United's coming out. It's everything. Extra time there. Well. That'll be um, coming out this week, which one? is it? Yeah, so, so Ian's will be going out. Uh, Ian, you will see him on, on a few of the match previews. Uh, we've got Extra Time, which is normally recorded on a Thursday and Friday. Uh, we have Beyond the Lines, which has been back the last couple of weeks as well. One of my favourites on the channel. I do love hearing the opposition's point of view, which Matty records. And that's it. Preview? Preview. We will be doing a preview at some point this week. Hopefully, I should have a very special video coming out on Monday or Tuesday next week. So I'm hoping to get some behind-the-scenes access to some people. It's a secret. Some people. Uh, but thanks very much. You've not hit it. Not a clue. <laughs> not a clue. Um, thanks, everybody. Um, love you as always. And we shall see you later. Ta-ra. Bye. Podcast Network.